0: Today on Media Download, from Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology.
1: Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now.
0: And media issues.
1: Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's
0: the press's responsibility?
1: I will not give him the credit
0: he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act. And top business headline news. It's online streaming versus Hollywood. Curated by your host, Merrill Brown.
1: Hello and welcome to Media Download. I'm your host, Meryl Brown, Director of the School of Communication and Media at Montclair State University. With the 88th Annual Academy Awards only a few days away, social media has been buzzing about the nominees for the award show. The controversial New York Post headline, Weather Will Be Whiter Than the Oscars, reignited a nationwide debate about the inclusion of actors of color in the main categories. And the hashtag, OscarsStillSoWhite, has been trending all over social media. To talk about these phenomena, the creative parts of the Oscars, and what we should look for, we're joined by Jack Rico, journalist, founder, and editor-in-chief of showbizcafe.com, an entertainment website which combines American and Latino mainstream pop culture. He's also an entertainment contributor for the Today Show, MSNBC, Telemundo, and NBCNews.com. Jack has covered the issue of race at the Oscars extensively, and we're thrilled he is here to offer some insights as well as sharing his predictions for the Oscars 2016. Welcome, Jack. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to have you. So what's the one thing we should look for if um, if we turn on our sets on Sunday that would be the most important to both uh, the larger creative world and the movie business that might happen on Sunday?
0: Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock is uh, probably the main most... Uh, uh, he's probably the biggest draw right now at the Oscars uh, simply because of the Oscar Still So White uh, campaign that's been happening and that has basically revolutionized kind of like the way uh, we're... Uh, looking at films right now and, and the diversity that's, uh, that's been lacking for at least the last two years, but it really has been lacking for many decades already. And what is he going to say? Is he going to challenge the board members? Is he going to challenge the industry? Uh, is he going to challenge the studio heads? Is he going to call out somebody live uh, in front of uh, about you know a billion people is what they say. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what Chris Rock is going to say. He has some What mentioned what could happen. And uh, I think uh, (laughs) we're all going to be a little bit surprised, hopefully, uh, about uh,
1: the intro. Well, the host question is always full of surprises, some of them positive surprises, some of them negative. Chris Rock is always funny and often unpredictable. Uh, It will be interesting. Um, Do you think he has a responsibility as an African-American to actually confront these issues, or is his responsibility to the people who are employing him, i.e. the Academy? I think it's both.
0: Um, He obviously uh, was hired. I mean, Eddie Murphy originally canceled uh, simply because Uh, He just didn't feel it was right for him. Uh, The people that he wanted as producers uh, didn't get hired. And so one of them was Brett Ratner. Um, So when he said no to that, the Academy was really looking for somebody else that really had something to say about society. Uh, We just never thought it was going to get to this point where his words were going to be extremely watched and measured. Uh, And I think in this case, he also now has a responsibility. Uh, When Spike Lee, uh, Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, and probably every other actor of color uh, has said something about this, uh we're all they're all now depending on chris Rock as an African American to really sort of uh, uh, kind of collectively say what it is that is in our minds at the moment
1: and and why is it in your heart of hearts and based on your reporting, why are we in this terrible position every year that this is a dominant topic because the academy is neither responsive, and the industry isn't producing enough films taking advantage of African-American talent. Why, year after year, do we have this discussion?
0: Well, historically, since 1929, it's been 88 years of the Oscars. Um, 1929 was a very segregated time in our country uh, when it came to blacks and whites. And so when the Academy by Louis B. Mayer was first officially founded, uh, you had to include those social dynamics into uh, almost every uh, award ceremony uh, that, that was happening at the time. So when you did that, the laws haven't really changed and the uh, the diversity hasn't really changed either uh, for 88 years. It's been a very exclusive club, very privileged, prestigious club. Not many people have access to that. You have to be uh, voted in by three members or so. Uh, there's about 6,000 uh, members and uh, 2% are minorities. When you look at something like that, you know, it's it's really great, but no one has really spoken out until uh, the last two years. Because if you remember three years ago, 12 Years a Slave was nominated Best Picture. Now, Hispanics really haven't had much of a say. This has really been a black issue uh, with the black community. Simply because last year, Birdman won. Who was the director and producer of Birdman? A Mexican by the name of Alejandro González Señárritu. Who won the Best Director? Alejandro González Iñaritu. Year before that, Alfonso Cuaron for Best Director. So now we're looking at almost history being made for uh, Latinos are being uh, nominated for Oscars. And we could see Alejandro González Iñárritu, for the second year in a row, win Best Director plus Best Picture. I mean, these are things that—
1: And his work this year was?
0: And uh, for uh, The Revenant. And uh, as part of that, uh, Emmanuel uh, uh, Chivo Lubezki, uh, which is a cinematographer, considered one of the greats, uh, along with Roger Deakins. Uh, is also nominated, and everybody thinks he's going to win. So what we're really looking at here is that, yes, there is a problem with diversity as a whole, but the uh, I guess the eruption verbally and vocally and socially has been by the black community.
1: And, and no Hispanic has, uh, has won for actor since um, 2009 when Penelope Cruz won. That's right. What what's up there? Uh, certainly many Hispanic actors have had extraordinary roles during this period. Oh,
0: well, absolutely. I look at Javier Bardem, you know, you could look at that that both from Spain and not necessarily Latin American, but you know, Hispanics is uh is, is, as soon as you come into this country and you start either working or socializing, you are for uh, a certain part uh Categorized as a Latin American or a Hispanic that sort of uh, faces the same struggles that uh, that we all do, and in this particular case, Demian Bichir, not too long ago, for a Better Life was nominated uh, about three years ago, and, and that that was fine. But you know, there's only been 32 Hispanics that have been nominated in its 88 year history; only about eight or nine have been really been uh, have won, and that is an issue. George Clooney recently went uh, and, and and had a very vociferous. Uh, interview um, with Variety where he said if you think the black community has it bad look at Hispanics. They're rarely mentioned in almost anything. Now this year was a great year where we could have done something about it. Uh, Benicio del Toro had probably in my opinion the best movie of 2015 with Sicario. And he was one of the lead actors in that. Benicio Del Toro, who's Puerto Rican and who's already won for Traffic as a supporting actor, but not as a lead. We could have seen him in there. We could have seen Will Smith. We could have seen Concussion, uh, which I thought was the best performance he has ever given in his career, along with Muhammad Ali. But this one, I feel, was better. Uh, And then thirdly, you had Idris Elba. Straight out of Compton was a movie that could have been nominated for Best Picture. Uh, so what we're seeing is who is voting? Why are they voting? Is it a comfort level? Is it because they just don't see eye-to-eye eye with other cultures and yeah. diversities? These and, are a lot of questions you have to ask.
1: And yet the SAG, not necessarily a extraordinarily diverse organization, mm-hmm. r- recognized um, people of color in their awards this year, which was uh, reassuring at some level, right? Absolutely. But that has
0: to, you know, what we don't want the SAG to be is an outlier. Uh, we want it to be sort of uh, just playing across the whole industry. And I think what everybody's saying is, look, the awards is probably the end game, but ultimately you have to talk to the studio heads, the CEOs who are greenlighting these projects. Who is in the room? And um, I I was reminded, uh, I'm not sure if uh, anybody's seen the musical Hamilton, where there's a song called uh, In The Room. In the room is what matters. These are the people making those decisions who is making those decisions when it comes to the Oscars, et cetera, et cetera. So I think we need more diversity in those rooms.
1: We could spend an hour on this subject, but we don't don't have an hour, and I want to make sure we understand your picks and your frustrations on the creative end with this (laughs) year's awards. Um, Like me, you lamented and were actually seemed stunned that Carol wasn't nominated. Terrific movie.
0: One of the three best movies of the year, easily for me, in my opinion, along with Spotlight, Carol, and The Big Short. Carol is one of those movies that really is a simple, minimalistic love story. Uh, and what I loved about it, it's an, it's actually uh, a homosexual love story, but it never comes off as, as that. There is no gender to me in that movie. It's just two people who love in different ways, and the movie managed to not only just capture the love and not necessarily the sex or the gender of the people uh, of the cast, but it seriously also brought you a period piece that was just beautiful to just admire in its beauty. Uh, the story was beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful. The acting, you, you can't get any better than this too, some of the best female actresses that we have right now. Um, I, I am in utter shock that that movie was not nominated for Best Picture.
1: Yep, a mystery. So what will win, Jack?
0: Well, so far right now, it looks like The Revenant is on top. My, my particular personal pick is Spotlight. I think this is a movie about American journalism, where American journalism right now is going through a bad moment. Uh, um, and I think this film somehow just reminded us, refreshed our minds of how great American journalism can be. Uh, I would put it up there with all the president's men, if not better, uh, in terms of a journalistic about the process uh, film uh, with uh, nice crescendos. Um, also think The Revenant* at this moment, because it's won so many awards with the DGA, the WGA, and almost every other um, uh, specialized award show in Hollywood, Alejandro González-Señárritu could just... If he doesn't win Best Picture, he's going to win Best Director. If he doesn't win Best Director, you're going to give him Best Picture again. But he cannot be denied at this moment. Many people just love the crew that he's working with. Actors love... The fact—he's almost like Woody Allen. You work in a Woody Allen movie, you know you're going to get nominated for something. Uh, And I think he's he's become one of the actor's best friends at this moment.
1: Any question about who the best actor will be? (sighs) You know— It appears to be a certainty, right, DiCaprio?
0: I think Leonardo DiCaprio has a really great shot. I I just don't see him losing on this one, but I don't necessarily think his was the best performance. Uh, What's happening with Leonardo DiCaprio is very similar to what happened with Martin Scorsese in The Departed. He should have gotten it for Raging Bull. He should have gotten it for so many other movies like Taxi uh, Driver. But why The Departed? So I think in this particular case, I think Leonardo's worked in uh, better films. I thought I thought Wall uh, Wolf of Wall Street was an excellent film. He just didn't get uh, uh, awarded for that. But I think if you, it has to come down to the bottom line, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is winning.
1: It. And best actors:
0: Brie Larson in Room, um, Kate Blanchett already got it for Jasmine uh, Blue Jasmine. And I think in this particular case, she gives the more. Uh, Ostentatious performance, uh, a performance full of depth, layer in dimensions. Um, we don't know too much about Brie. She's become sort of the it girl in Hollywood. So much potential. Give it to someone refreshing, fresh that's coming on the scene.
1: This is both your choice and you think will be the Academy's choice?
0: Listen, Every single year, I'm doing Oscar pools, you know. So a lot of people are coming up to me, "What do you think? What do you think?" I've had about an 85 to 90 percent sort of ratio in terms of winning percentage on when it comes to the Oscar well, pools. Sitting so with you, that's an that. excellent percentage.
1: <laughs> uh, to, for me, the most moving movies—not necessarily the best—that I saw this year were *Carol* and *Room*, which I thought were uh, extraordinary.
0: Right. Uh, I thought that room, some people might say, well, I didn't want to see it because it looked too depressing. Uh, Yeah, that's the trailers telling you that. I think halfway through the movie, the movie really changes its dynamics. It becomes more about the media and how these people, after such a troubling issue, have to... uh, Give face, I guess, to America and the media and, and the mockery that happens that rise with the movie Gone Girl. And I think that those two things tied together with some really powerful performances by her and the young uh, actor. I think his name is Jacob Embry um, gave some really memorable moments from that movie.
1: And thoughts on supporting? Oh,
0: I, I think it's a coin toss. I mean, uh, a lot of people were talking about Mark Rylance, the supporting actor for Bridge of Spies from Steven Spielberg. Now it looks like things might be changing for Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. Uh, but really, anyone in those two categories really have a really good shot of just winning it, and I think you'll be okay with them.
1: What, wide open, in other words. I think it's wide open in the supporting actor race. And in terms of the, the show itself, um, well, in addition to Chris Rock, and that's as, as much a political question about Chris Rock as a creative question... What can we look for?
0: Um, you know, the Grammys had Hamilton, uh, you know, uh, last night at the Grammys, and uh, he won, and it was just one of those things that I would have loved for having seen Hamilton in some, some way in there. Uh, but I think I'm going to be looking forward to the performances. Uh, Lady Gaga will be performing. Um, I can't recall exactly what other the performances, but I'm always looking for the music performances in that film, uh, in that show. Um, between Chris Rock, uh, uh, you know, it's so predictable what the Oscars do. It's they play it's so safe format, every single year. Yes. You know, but had Billy Crystal come back, they tried to experiment with James Franco and Anne Hathaway, just didn't really work out. Let's see. Uh, I think the movies, at the end of the day, that's the main attraction, and Chris Rock as well.
1: And in terms of this year, looking ahead, have you seen any films that blow you away and are certain Best Picture nominees?
0: Well, for this year, uh, not much. Uh, I did hear about a movie that's coming out of Sundance. Uh, it was done by a gentleman by the name of Nate. Uh, I can't recall his last name, but it's a movie about slavery that everyone is talking about at the moment. It Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, there you go.
1: Easy to remember title. And,
0: and, and when you look at this movie, uh, everyone is calling it probably the best picture candidate for 2017 at this moment. It cost $17 million, bought by Fox Searchlights, and Netflix had, uh, was willing to pay $20 million for it. So you know that when those prices are coming in already at Sundance, there's a lot of uh, importance behind it.
1: I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to Sunday night, too. So thanks for your preview. Thanks for being so frank and direct about the political issue involved. So it's great having you here. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. If you'd like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can email us at gm at or call us at 973-655-3135. Have a great Oscars. I'm Merrill Brown. Thanks for listening.